Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 202 of Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the most excellent creatrix behind Kick-Ass Witch, Putting the K in Magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadeboe.com or back on the description page for this episode back on Blog Talk Radio, which I am recording right now on my brand new microphone for the first time. I have a brand new interface, headphone set, and microphone, and I am recording this in GarageBand. I'm very excited about that. Um, Happy happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year 2017. 2017 for me is the year of Her Excellency. It is a continuation for me of the year of the Queen, and my power word is excellent. So this whole new studio setup is a part of that for me. I had to start the new year aiming for excellence. What I have found in working with power words is that you don't start off, if you choose a power word at the beginning of every year, At the beginning of the year, you know nothing about it. (laughs) And the year is about growing into that word, learning about the word. The word reveals itself to you in layers. So I expect that the sound quality here is not the best, but I also imagine it's probably a heck of a lot better than um, how it sounded before, which was, it sounded like I was calling you long distance (laughs) from halfway across the world. So we are moving into excellency with the sound quality. Thank you so much for those of you who support me on Patreon for making this possible. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your blessing to the show, however you want to look at it, that I now have this set up. So thank you so much, guys. Thank you. I am making Patreon Uh, a priority this year and the word excellence. I'm really thinking about how to serve those of you who are engaged at that level from a place of excellency. So this is going to be a very exciting year, I think. Uh, Regardless of what power word you are working with, you will end up hearing me talk about excellence a lot. Uh, With a side order of leadership. I'm not going to get into that today because that's not what today's show is about. Maybe I'll talk about it in the mega vlog on, yeah, I'll talk about it. I know myself, I will. I'll talk about it on the mega vlog in Thursday, this Thursday, Um, because today's show, we need to move into that. I'm talking about Saturn, again, (laughs) Saturn, Doctor Strange, and the privilege of time, which I think is really fitting As we head into 2017, today is the third. We're just getting started. So um, if you read my newsletter, the last one I sent out, you know, or if you're into numerology, you know that 2017 is a one year. It is a beginning. It is the beginning of a nine-year cycle. The way we get there using numerology is you add up all the numbers of the year, two plus one plus seven, 
And then, you know, if there's two numbers, you add that. One plus zero equals one. We have the beginning of a nine-year cycle, according to numerology. I cannot say that I put a lot of stake in numerology, but it's fun. And I am a person who subscribes to that Joseph Campbell idea that the only meaning life has is the meaning we give it. So sometimes I like to just pull from different places and infuse life with meaning. And I love beginnings. I love fresh starts. So I really nerd out on this stuff at the beginning of every year. And I just liked the idea that like this could be a one year. I know a lot of people really suffered at the end of 2016. They were uh, posting funny memes about how it was just like, you know, the world was coming to the end. It was we we're all cursed. It was an evil year that couldn't wait for the year to end. I personally loved, loved, loved 2016, even the painful parts, because I was super duper present for the whole thing, which is partly to do with working with a power word so closely, like the queen and that archetype, um, which I've already talked about. So let's not get off track here today, but I was very, very present. And that does have to do with what I'm talking about. Very present to my life. And, um, I was really an escape artist in my younger years, as so many of us are. If you have any issues in your past with addiction, you're a major escape artist. Um, or if you're a person that people say, oh, you live in a fantasy land. Like, I think a lot of us have probably been accused of that. Those of us that are into new agey things. Um, it's interesting if you're a person like that, maybe you find life painful and, so you like to distract yourself, you like to escape into food or alcohol or even spirituality. Uh, it's interesting when you really ground into reality and you start working with time or a power word like I did, which was like an anchor, an anchor. Um, this is something I've been doing for years, but 2016 is the year that it really gripped me and took hold. So I'm excited to lead into 2017 kind of revisiting that theme, which I did not mean to do. It really came back around to me um, when I was thinking about how, going back to what I was saying about how people hated 2016 and how miserable it was and how painful it was in my newsletter, I was writing about, you know, let's just reframe that. Let's just like reframe it and look at it through the eyes of mother nature. And you know, the wisdom of her cycles, everything moves in cycles. And then I used a woman's body giving birth to a baby as an example. So it's very pleasurable, hopefully, and lovely when you're making the baby, you know, at the, at the moment of conception. And then you have that like celebratory, like glow when you realize that you've conceived a baby and then slowly your body starts to expand in very weird ways and it gets increasingly uncomfortable and more uncomfortable and more uncomfortable as you expand and expand. And then it culminates in what is one of the most torturous, infamously painful experiences a human body can go through. And then the reward for that is a brand new baby. <laughs> you get new life. And, um, I, you know, I was 
using that as a metaphor for 2016, like maybe the, those painful experiences were labor pains and they were giving birth to the new life, this new nine-year cycle that begins in 2017. So I think today is just a little pep talk that will hopefully get you excited about your plans, your new year resolutions, your power word. There's so many different modalities now for tapping into the power of 2017 that I think it can get a little overwhelming. Um, Just pick a thing. Just pick a thing. You don't have to have a tarot card and a goddess and a power word and 10 different planners and, you know, like pick something and commit to it and see where it takes you in the year in the year ahead and um let time be your teacher i really want to talk about time uh something okay so a few things happened that made me really start digging into this before i hopped on here to talk to you one when i was thinking about that uh this being a one year in the beginning of a nine year cycle I was thinking about, oh, how interesting is it to project yourself into, you know, nine years from now and then work your way backward to, uh, you know, make plans, make, have some dreams, make some goals. Like, what do I want nine years from now to look like and what do I have to do today to get there kind of thing? It brought me all the way back to when I was 17 years old and I discovered Anthony Robbins' Awaken the Giant Within because the beginning of that book It's really funny now. I busted out a copy. I hope this microphone isn't too sensitive because I wanted to read this. It really kicks off at the beginning of the book. This book came out in 1991. And uh, he has you go back in time, kind of, and look at where you were 10 years ago, which was 1980 in this book. But it's, I'll just read you a little piece because it makes me laugh. Um, just, you know, time, time, time. He asks, do you remember when Jimmy Carter was still the president of the United States? The empire was striking back. Yoda and Pac-Man were all the rage and nothing came between Brooke Shields and her Calvins. (laughs) He goes on to talk about all these political things that happened, walls that came down. Do you remember hearing the news that John Lennon was murdered? Do you remember when Mount St. Helen erupted, leveling a hundred and fair... 50 square miles, um, blah, 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 hockey team, gold medals, yeah, 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 yeah. That was 1980, a little more than 10 years ago. Think for a moment. Where were you then? What were you like? Who were your friends? What were your hopes and dreams? If someone had asked you, where will you be in 10 years or 15 years, what would you have told them? Are you today where you wanted to be back then? A decade can pass quickly, can't it? A cat just fell from the roof. (laughs) Like it looked like a cat falling from the sky, but I know it wasn't. It was a cat jumping off the roof. That really freaked me out. You probably heard the big bump because it landed on a table in the backyard. (laughs) So I just vividly remember that when I was 17 years old because that's very young to be looking back on your life. And I think that was probably the first time I actually did that like looked back on my life and thought about, you know, all that stuff he was talking about. And um, he has you do that so that you can then, you know, look ahead 10 years and do the opposite, 
you know, like uh, do what I was just saying, like look forward and then plan backward from there. And he has you do that really too, just to realize like time goes by fast. And if you don't harness it, if you don't recognize it as the privilege it is, and if you don't make the mess, most of it, that time is going to pass regardless, but you might not be happy with how your life ends up if you're not like the captain of your ship, if you're not kind of directing things or actively engaging, if you're slipping into a kind of fantasy world and letting the time pass you by. So, um, I just have time on the brain. And another thing that happened that brought this all around for me and was like, I'm definitely talking about this was Dr. Strange. Uh, I, you know, I've been working closely with Saturn. I worked with it. I worked with the planet Saturn, the energy of Saturn all summer. And in September, I learned a lot about the energy of Saturn. So then when I saw Dr. Strange on January 1st, I totally recommend going to see that. It came out on November 4th. So if it's still in theaters where you are, you better hop on that now because it's going to be gone soon. Um, and I definitely recommend seeing it on the big screen. It's, it's beautiful. It's a fun movie to see in the, the in the theater. But I saw it on January 1st. And... I thought about Saturn the whole time I was watching the movie because time is such a key component. So I've become the time lady. I have talked about time so much lately, but um, it continues to reveal its lessons to me and I got to show up as is and that's how it is right now. I'm thinking about time. Um, Doctor Strange, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. I know you're going to love it because you're all new agey and it's so magical. It's about magic. It's about quantum physics. I do not like superhero movies in general, but this one I loved because it's about magic and quantum physics and time. Um, so there's this idea that Time is a construct of the human mind, that time is an illusion, that it isn't real. I'm sure you've heard all this if you're in the New Age community. And yet, I can tell you to meet me at such and such coffee shop at 3 p.m. And if you show up at 3.25, I will be pissed and you will know why before I have even opened my mouth. So, um, I think we can all recognize... <laughs> Uh, that time is realer than real to most of us. And how many of us just counted down to four, three, two, one, happy new year, like right at the stroke of midnight. We have our time, the time of birth written on our birth certificates. Time is something that it's more than an illusion, in my opinion. It is a paradox of the reality that we are in. And Dr. Strange really explored this to me. Um, the themes really made me think about the Saturn-Neptune squares that we experienced last year and the uh, lessons in that paradox. There's a paradox inherent in exploring the truths, both are true, of those two almost polar opposite energies. And Neptune is in Pisces right now and has been and will be for quite some time, which means, you know, Pisces, Pisces is Neptune. Neptune is Pisces. Neptune is ruled by Pisces. So um, it means right now is as Neptunian as Neptune gets. 
And Neptune is all about dreams, illusions, fantasies, escapism. Um, Neptune calls, calls that energy. It's either the drunk or the saint. And obviously there's shadow and light in both of these aspects. Um, but a saint can be just as prone. A, a saint, let's just say like someone with a lot of religious fervor, can be just as prone to escape and illusions as a drunk person can. And I think somebody, an addict, a, Neptunian energy is really related to addicts. I think addicts have this desire to escape time to escape the reality of their lives and if you listen to me last year or you know anything about astrology you know that Saturn is father time Saturn is Kronos Saturn is all about reality and the structures of your reality and time being a major component so that's why they're at odds and both are true and that's why it's a paradox and um the movie is so cool for exploring this. I urge you to see it if you haven't seen it already uh, because it really, uh, there's some great quotes. Uh, the bad guy in the movie is really about, it's interesting, the bad guy in the movie is is what in the New Age community a lot of us are preaching, you know, that it's all one, we're all going to be one one day. And I kept hearing um, people talking about the bad guy in that sense, like we're all just going to be one, like part of this energy. And I thought that was a really interesting twist. Um, but the bad guy was promising a world beyond time, a world beyond death. And that was the temptation to live forever, immortality, which of course, as souls, we have. I won't say of course, that's something I believe. I believe I am an eternal soul. And again, we have another paradox because I am not eternal as this physical being. Um, so the good guys were trying to protect against this idea of escaping into the world beyond time, escaping into the world beyond death. And... Uh, the Ancient One, played by Tilda Swinton, which was a controversial a controversial choice in the Asian community um, because I believe in the original comic book, the character was Asian and Tilda Swinton is not. In the movie, they make her Celtic because she's very magical. So I guess they're like, well, you're white, we'll make you Celtic. <laughs> Celtic is magical. Um, but she says, death is what gives life meaning to know your days are numbered. Time is short. And um, I really resonate with that now having worked with Saturn. And I've done shows and videos in the past where I've talked about uh, death making me want to live, live, really live. I'll write it on Facebook a lot too. Like there's something about death that always gives me that sensation of like, ooh, I just, I want to live, you know, and um I think that quote is, is so much about the privilege of time, which is partly why I called this show that, The Privilege of Time. Another quote from the ancient one. <laughs> uh, I feel myself being very, very measured when I'm talking, and then I hear my personality come out a little bit like that, and I'm like, okay, it's going to be okay, because I'm, in the back of my mind, a little worried. I don't, I don't know this equipment, so if it's a little stifled and stiff today... That's why. <laughs> That's why I'm like hearing myself through headphones talking into a microphone and it's kind of odd. Um, but another quote from the ancient one is, 
You cannot beat a river into submission. You have to surrender to its current and use its power as your own. And I loved that too, because to me, it's about flowing. I love this as a witch, obviously. It's about flowing with the lunar cycles, the the solar cycles, the life-death-life cycle. It makes me think about the entire solar system and how these planets, even like Venus, who Venus's orbit ends up tra- tracing like a giant uh, star or pentacle in the sky. But all of the orbits, they're infinite. They go around and around and around and around and around and around. So there's that beautiful infinite quality and there's that amazing of magic that happens when you step into the flow of life instead of resisting it. And then the paradox of that is the magic that happens when you really harness life and look at time and look at your date book and look 10 years out and start working backward and like, okay, this is the life I want to create for myself. And these are the steps that I'm going to take working backward. And I'm going to take step one today. I really like that model because it makes it very digestible and doable. Uh, I did not know that I would be talking about all this today back in September when I made what I have been calling um, my legacy plan. And I'm not going to tell you what my legacy plan is, but it was a seven-year plan uh, that I began on my 43rd birthday with that same concept in mind. I just was like, oh my god, I'm 43, 50 50 is coming up and I'm such a late bloomer and there's all these things I want to do in my life when I'm still relatively young and um you know and I I so I started thinking about really creating a plan seven years out and so the first two years of that plan which I'm in right now still kind of in the beginning is about foundation and then the the five years after that are about legacy creation So I've already been doing this work. Um, So it was really fun when we got to the new year and I saw some people talking about, you know, working backwards using this nine-year cycle. Um, Something that happened in, there was a lot of time bending and talk of time. Watches were a theme in Doctor Strange, the movie. And, uh, After, you know, the ancient one is preaching about time and death, giving, you know, life meaning and all of this, we start to see that the characters are able to astral project and escape time in a way. And um, so we kept exploring that same paradox, time and then like escaping time back and forth and back and forth. So the way that this comes into play with planning your new year or planning nine years out is... Both. Both are true and you can be both. So you may be an eternal soul and you may have the ability to travel anywhere you please using your imagination or if you're an especially skilled mystic or magician using astral projection. That's a really fun thing to explore, by the way. (laughs) I've explored it a lot um, in my past and and it is really fun to play around with. But um, ultimately, your current human form exists within the structures of time and um, 
Perhaps that's not a punishment, but it's actually a privilege. Maybe that's the source of real expansion, the pressure that we feel to make the most of our days before the sands and the hourglass run out. Um, That's what gives our life shape and meaning and a sense of productivity that may actually end up serving future generations. So you can use this um, idea, this, you know, Let's bring it back to Neptune and Saturn. Neptune and Saturn can work in concert to create the kick-ass life of your dreams. So Neptune, astral travel, imagination, um, escapism. You can use that to envision the future of your dreams, to make it as beautiful as you like. And to really go there, to do some sort of awesome journeying work or journaling, journeying and journaling, (laughs) really let your imagination like fly to envision who you'll be like nine or 10 years from now, Um, as suggested by Anthony Robbins uh, or numerology, or, and maybe you just want to work with 2017, but to somewhat project yourself into the future. So that's when you access and tap into that Neptunian part of your personality. And we all have Neptune in our birth chart somewhere. We all have the ability to tap into that because as above, so below, astrology is just a reflection of what's going on inside us as it's going on outside of us. And um, I don't want to get too esoteric here, but I think I already have. (laughs) So as you plan your new year and set resolutions and goals, you're then calling in Saturn, which you also have within. So you're trying to get both sides of your personality on the same team so that the dreamer within is working with the benevolent taskmaster and actually getting shit done. Uh, so I really just wanted to briefly explore this paradox and then urge you to run to the theaters before Dr. Strange leaves. I think you're going to have so much fun at this movie. Even if, you know, if you love superheroes, you're going to love it. If you love magic, you're going to love it. If you love quantum physics, you're going to love it. It's super magical. It reminds me of the matrix a little bit. Um, but anyway, This was our New Year planning show. Use your Neptunian qualities to project yourself into the future and then let Saturn ground you back down and make a plan that will actually take you there. So go on, amaze yourself, my friends, and until we meet again, much love, peace.